Hey, Joe, do you know what time it is? No, what time is it, Cameron? It's back to school, so time to get your depression, time to get your textbooks, time to get your binders, and time to get whatever the fuck that half-circle thing was, and get your ass back to class. You're a science geek. Shouldn't you know that's a protractor? I should. Doesn't mean I do. fucking twat okay i'm doing the intro this time hi welcome to get played podcast a podcast about movies and shit where we talk about and rant about stuff i'm joe i'm cameron and and we watch the faculty yeah (laughs) which i have now come to realize is an iconic piece of cinematic history all right do you you want me to do the actual movie introduction that we always do sure okay today we watched the faculty released in 1998 and directed by robert rodriguez it starred in no particular order elijah wood josh hartnett piper laurie and you know what clay duval i'm just gonna throw that one in there it's hard to pick a top four sometimes (laughs) weren't you looking during the movie what rank this movie had the year it came out? I was trying to figure it out. I, I was like, I thought this movie was in like a top 10 list for 1998 or something. And I'm like, maybe it's top 10 grossing. And it wasn't, because that was the year that Titanic came out. That was the year that Saving Private Ryan came out. That was the year that Deep Impact came out. That was the year Armageddon came out. Two movies about a giant asteroid hitting the Earth came out in the same year. You know? Ain't that fucking wild. I feel like... That is just more evidence that Hollywood is completely derivative. And now that Disney is about to own everything, it will always be derivative and creatively stifled. Have you seen the trailer for the new Lady and the Tramp? Yes. Yes. That was actually kind of eh. Eh, yeah. I mean, the only thing that's got me excited is the fact that Tessa Thompson and Janelle Monae and Kiersey Clemens are all in the same cast, but that's it. The only thing that got me excited was the music. Mm. And even then, not even. Not even really. The dog's cute, though. Yeah. So, Joe... We watched The Faculty. Yes, we did. Oh, before you do your uh, your synopsis, I, I, I have some points to bring up. Okay. From conversations that I've had with some of our fans. Hello, fans. Our fans. Hello, fans. How our are fans. you today? I've, we've heard your words of wisdom and complaint, and I will share them with you now, Joe. Uh, first off, um, they feel that we get a little too far off track sometimes with our rants, mm-hmm. and they would like us to cycle back to the main point of the movie faster. Because are you? And what if there is no point, though? Um, well, <laughs> you 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 got to agree, though. We get very, we get we go on a tangent of a tangent of a tangent. Yeah, but that's the point. It's the banter. It's the personality. Okay. Well, if these people want to actually watch the movies, they can watch it. They listen to this podcast so they can hear a shit talk. That that's fair. Um, a second thing I want to bring up, and I am I'll, I also agree with them on this one. Your synopses. Need need to um need to actually do something about what happens in the movie rather than give you know your general mood about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I think I'm gonna get a good one this time. You so. think you're gonna? Is it gonna be more than one sentence? We'll see. Joe, um, is it gonna must, be more than one yes, sentence? Yes, yes, it'll be. More okay, than one sentence. Joe. Based on your insight into watching this movie for the first time, what is the synopsis of the faculty? I had no idea what the hell this thing was going into it. That is correct. And then in the first 30 seconds, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's a horror movie. Fuck you, Karen, for making me watch this. And then I realized, no, it's a thriller movie, and it's actually good. So here's what it's about. It's a very poorly funded high school that gets alien invaded, and the high school students need to fight back, 
And there are so many fucking twists and turns, and those twists and turns don't just come from the plot, which is actually very well written, and so is the script. But the twists and turns come from the amount of fucking act, like fetus versions of actors I like are in this movie, and that I don't realize it's them, you and only, then I'm like, who the fuck are these people? You only recognized one. I know, but then I realized that they were other ones, and I was and like, was, oh shit. It was kind of hilarious, too, because Elijah, we all know. Joe is a big fan of something called Lord of the Rings. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a small little series of movies made by this little known Australian director. Maybe you've heard of him. His name's Peter Jackson. Point is... (laughs) There's a cigarette, uh, like, brand actually named after him. There's a cigarette... We're getting on it! (laughs) No! 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 (laughs) Point being, there's an actor in this series of movies... Elijah Wood, who plays the main character, and Joe has watched these movies many, many times, so seeing what is essentially 12-year-old Elijah Wood walk off a school bus within the first two minutes was the most hilarious thing that's ever happened, not because of him walking off the bus, but because I had the pristine moment of watching Joe not do a double take, not do a triple take, do a fucking quadruple take, and with each take, his ass lifts off the couch. And he bounces backwards until he's almost thrown himself over the arm of the fucking couch and onto my floor. I was bamboozled. <laughs> bamboozled! Bamboozled! I can't say it. Bamboozled is the correct word here. Because in my head, fucking Elijah Wood has only the right to be in Lord of the Rings. Spike is 3D. Oh, and... he was in Deep Impact, same year. Oh. And Red vs. Blue. Yes. Do you want an Arizona juice box? I do not. Thank you. I will have an Arizona juice box. But seeing... Oh my god, right. He was in Red vs. Blue. Yeah. He's, uh... He's, he's... Yeah, he's Omega. And seeing baby Elijah Wood, I was like, damn. And he, like... The disconnect was unreal enough that I was like, okay, this is Elijah Wood. This isn't just Frodo fucking Baggins. But then at one point when Elijah gets, like, attacked by some weird, like, monster thingy... His scream sounded very Frodo, and I was just like, ha it's Frodo. Yes, I have a juice box. Yes, and I'm sure it's making so much noise for yeah. the audio. 100%. <laughs> I didn't need to make that noise, but I decided to. Um, what was I... I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, um... No, I lost it. No, I got it back! Elijah. Yes, you're, you, you have many lines that are your favorites. Not... Said by Elijah Wood in this movie, but to Elijah Wood. Actually, I really liked Elijah's um, one-liner after his one-liner when he kills the queen. Ah, uh, yes. And it's just like you would have hated it here anyways. And I was like, that was just like a under, like it was like a cheap shot to my gut. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this is also the real world. And this movie makes high school seem so real while also playing on like a lot of its tropes. Oh yeah. Like, why do football coaches? Mm-hmm. Think. Oh, we're going in the Joe Rad people. Buckle they're up. in the fucking army. Mm-hmm. Like, why does this T three thousand motherfucker? I forget his name, but I know he's the T one thousand. Yes, T- he is. Well two, done. Two thousand. T one thousand. T eight hundred was Arnold. T one thousand was Robert Patrick. Okay, so this T one thousand looking motherfucker. Yes. The literally, this movie opens with thirty seconds of the T one thousand like shitting on all of his football players, and I'm like, what the. F- Fuck. And then he fucking flips the football pl- bench. And, like, I'm pretty sure the director... With the Gatorade on it. It was hilarious. The director was just like, just just, just lose your knock- lose your knockers. Just go nuts. Go wild. And he went with it. And I was like, my dude, that is child abuse. 
calm the fuck down. Well, you see, I think the important part about those 30 seconds was to show he, that he is an absolute maniac. So that the rest of the movie, where everyone's being like, well, he's an absolute maniac, but now he's completely emotionless. We aren't. We don't just have to go based on their word. We've seen it. That is true. This movie does do a lot of show, not tell. Yeah. Without like explicitly being like, hmm. Like, remember that Elijah's character is, like, the speedy one? And he's yeah. the decoy because he could run super fast. Yeah, so they didn't just throw in that he's running away from all these football players for no reason. They have multiple points in the movie where, he, where the coach is literally like, you're a fast runner. Like, really creepily, but he says it. Exactly. And, you know what? The, the writing was on the wall for Beth being the queen because she says she's allergic the entire time. To, she, no, she's allergic to aspirin, which is fair, because people are. Mm-hmm. Except when she takes it, or we think she takes it, mm-hmm. nothing happens to her. It's just we have Fast and Furious girl who... Jordana Brewster. Yes, goes yes, nuts. Yes. So in that case, we're just like, oh, it may, like all that like drama in that moment makes us forget that Beth was supposed to be allergic to aspirin. But that really, she didn't so, take any. Okay, that scene was so amazing. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was fantastic. The tension... There's a scene... Where the six main characters, uh, the high school students, realize that there's a chance that one of them may be an alien. Mm-hmm. And the best way they know so far to know if someone is an alien is to take this diuretic drug that one of them makes. Because the only time they've seen someone react who they know of as an alien is when they stab their science teacher in the eye with a pen filled with the stuff. And then his, he got, his eye got all frothy, he passed out, he may be dead, it's Jon Stewart, who cares? <laughs> Ouch. I'm joking. I love Jon Stewart. I, I would absolutely care if he died. Isn't he an asshole? No. No, not Jon Stewart. I'm thinking of someone else. John Mulaney. No. No, not John Mulaney. What the? Who told you John Mulaney's an asshole? Not okay. John Mulaney. There's this one late night host that's an asshole. Conan think, O'Brien? No. Well, yes, but not him. Jay Leno? No. David Letterman? No. Wait, maybe David Letterman. Stephen Colbert? No, Stephen Colbert's nice. Exactly. And I know it's not Trevor Noah. No, Trevor Noah's amazing. He's a sweetheart. Point being, back to my point. <laughs> Is that, um, so they know that the best way to know someone's an alien is they take this drug. So this super tense moment where, like, everyone refuses to take the drug because, you know, I don't do drugs. I'm a jock, or I'm a nerd, or I'm the precious girl, or I don't fucking tweak, yo. (laughs) And it's just, like, there is one gun that gets passed around to, like, people just be like, take the fucking, take the fuck, snort the fucking drugs. And then on top of that, after, the people who snort the drugs tweak out like a lot and laugh at nothing mm-hmm. and it just the, this like weird cacophony of like cackling laughter it just increases the tension and also the, the cinematography in that scene is also like because everything's not straight on it's off kilter a little bit true and it's just giving me anxiety Dutch hilt. what I, was it the dutch hilt no it, i don't I think don't, it was too much to be the dutch hilt. it wasn't an, too it wasn't enough to be the dutch hilt it was just like a, off by a little bit you know like when a painting's off by like a fraction of, of a degree and it pisses you off so you, and you have to write it but then it, you write it too much and now it's the same fraction the other way exactly but no matter what every single picture is like that like one two three you're four, counting pictures in my dad's office five six seven eight we, nine ten that one's fine there are nine picture frames in this office that are off 11. tilt 11 12 13. My dad has You're a, the fucking mirror. My dad has a lot of things on the walls in his office, and honestly, it, the more I look at it, the more terrifying it is. <laughs> All we're missing is a, is a moose head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, yeah, that scene was great. That is one of the iconic scenes in that movie. That... Oh, I just fucking laughed, though. 
I didn't I was like wait why is he laughing I'm like oh yeah he's high yeah he's high as fuck <laughs> but like damn it hits him fast yeah cause he's a little kid true they're he's all, tiny they're all foetuses no but he's like he's like Phoenix Jr <laughs> that's why he makes such a good hobbit yeah <laughs> literally like three years later hmm Actually, they started filming Lord of the Rings like a year after this came out. I don't, there was a line from that scene that was said to him that I really loved. Um, when the fuck did you turn into Sigourney Weaver? <laughs> I didn't get that. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, was that an alien reference? Yeah, it was an alien reference. Okay. Cause That's what I thought. Sigourney Weaver, we we watched the movie. I know. that I was <laughs> Sigourney Weaver's been in a lot of shit, okay? I know. But like, we're watching a sci-fi movie and then they drop a Sigourney Weaver thing. What the fuck do you think they're referencing? One of the aliens? I want to hit you. Please don't. I want to hit you so hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know what to say, because now I'm just so mad at you. <laughs> Pick a topic. Just talk on the topic. Go. On the fucking issue of poor funding and education. Thank you. They fuck. did a really good de- re- representation of it. Yes, but fuck... This, like, obsession with needing, needing to throw all the money on sports programs. When, like, this movie, like, even explicitly shows, like, oh, we're going to cut funding and we're not going to buy computers. We're not going to give funding to arts programs. And I'm like, there's a reason Glee made, like, six seasons on the fuckery of, like, needing arts education and how important it is to people's lives. It, because it's so fucking real. But then I also realized this is an American representation of the public school system. And I was like, this isn't as bad as ours, I think. I don't think it is, yeah. But then I always think that these movies like being I, uh, to be fake fair, though, with I their reps. I don't know a lot about the Canadian education system. Which is we wild, have several. Which is wild, considering I want to be a teacher. Yes. <laughs> then you should know that we have several, because every province runs its own education. Oh, yeah, I do know that much. But, like, you know all those movies that are like, oh, this is what college is going to look like, or oh, this is what high school looks like, and it never is actually like that? Oh, yeah, trust me. I expected going into college that I would be, like, you know, having a lot more sex and going to a lot more frat parties. You know McGill actually has frats, right? I do. I, I went to a frat once. I, ha- I did go to a frat party. Why didn't you join a frat then? Um, because usually you need to be in a frat to go to the frat parties. Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I do believe the answer here is because I look like a total and utter dweeb. No, you don't. I looked true like a total and utter dweeb. Yeah, but frats now are like new age frats. Not okay. 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 Again. 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 Frats now. This you went to college like four years ago. I graduated from college, like, four years ago. You graduated two years ago. Three years ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, I just finished my third year at work, which I started right after I graduated. Holy shit. When did we meet? My first year at work. We did not meet when I was in college. No, but we started chatting when you were in college. Yes, that's correct. Fucking hell. Yeah, you're old now. I'm so old. I'm 25 now. Yeah, no, we're both 25. But you want to know why I feel old now? Why? Just just to take a quick tangent... (laughs) Quick tangent. I was at the checkout for the grocery store today, Mm -hmm. and the fucking kid bagging it called me sir. Ah! Well, I'm used to that. People have been calling me sir for a while. I gotta let you know right now what I was wearing. It was not a suit. I was in fucking like those black jogger pants with like the the elastic thing at the legs, and in a t-shirt, a very ill-fitting t-shirt. And he called me sir, and I'm like motherfucker. I, in no sense do I look like I have any form of authority over you. Exactly. He probably saw you and was just like, damn, this guy's so self-confident in his image that he doesn't give a shit about what he's wearing, so he's like a baller. So I will serve him. 
That's what happened. Yeah, I feel old now. I feel... It's because you are. Fucking murder me. I'm going back to school. I'm going to be hanging out with people tonight that are 18 years old. You're you're hanging out with them tonight? Yes. Okay, wait. I'm going to go back to my tangent, then we're going to do this. Yes. Okay. Back to my thing where I was talking about... What was I talking about? Frats! Yes, frats. Uh, the frat party I went to once. Um, yes. Okay. That took a while for me to remember what we were talking about. This is a problem. This is why what people are telling us we need to stop doing. Yeah, but we're... Shut up. Let me the finish place. the story. That's, that's the aesthetic. Let me finish the story. So, it was during Frosh, actually. When Ooh. I was a freshman... Going into freshman year, I was in Frosh with actually, like, a family friend. Like, someone I actually knew pretty well and had known since I was, like, six. Mm-hmm. And so... We were going, and we were going to go to this power hour at a frat house mm-hmm. as like the pre for the final night, mm-hmm. and um, and we show up, and it's pretty fucking barren. Uh, they lead us in the guy who answers the door, very attractive, was definitely into my friend, and I don't know if she was into it, but whatever. Um, and he's leading us through the house. And he takes us downstairs into this room with it's like a black light room. Was it a sex dungeon? No, it wasn't a sex. But it might have been. I don't Ooh. know. We didn't. I didn't see any leather bits or like. Things which frat is this? Call them out. I'm not. I don't remember. Fuck. I know which house it is. I don't remember which frat. Okay, the frat. Give me the address. I'm going to. Go I'm see not going to give you the address. It's just one of the. I I will tell you where it is later. Anyway. And we're in this um, blacklight room, and he's sh- getting, like, kind of proud about the blacklight room. And my friend's like, do you use it at parties? <laughs> and I just kind of turn to her, and I'm like, no. They have a blacklight room that they just, you know, kind of use for, you know, town hall meetings. And that was a good moment. And then they lead us upstairs to where the power hour is, and it's this big open room. And um, they had their own little shock glasses there, which upset me because before going to this, I specifically remember my frosh leader saying they don't have enough for everyone, so people are going to have to bring their own. And I was downtown, but I still live in the West Island, but it wasn't enough time to go to the West Island, get a shock glass, and come back. Mm-hmm. So what I fucking did is I went to, like, Jean Coutu, got a big bottle of Listerine that comes with the little cap. Oh my god. Fuck. Fucking drained everything and brought the cap with me. I, I still had that motherfucker until like last weekend. I found it in like a box that we kept in the basement. Jesus Christ. I had written on it. <laughs> it was a good... That's a good memory. That's hilarious actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so yeah, the, and they did actually have... They, someone went out and got like plastic shot glasses and I'm just there with my Listerine cap thing like, well I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you were the only cool one in the room. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Anyway, you had a thing. You were, we were going to talk about your thing. What was my thing? Your thing was about the party you're going out with the 18-year-olds now. Yes. Oh, uh, it's not a party tonight. It's They are all arriving. Okay. These are the clown McGays. The clown McGays. This used to be like the lesbian chat, which I was an honorary lesbian, but now this chat has been turned into cl- like the clown chat. Oh, so like one of those types of group chats where like you read it and it feels like one of those stupid group chat fanfics that I read too much of on... No, now we're all just like friends, but since like there's a healthy mix of like all the genders that we're just clowns now, and every single one of us has a different clown nickname. So we have Killer Clown, Confused Criminal Clown, Absent Clown. What's your clown name? We're about to get to it. Clown who wants a boyfriend but won't ask boys out. Uh, Ah, Someone who is not a clown. I I am Scholarly Clown God. Sure. I did not pick that name. Oh, who did? They did. 
as because I give good advice. As a group, they chose you yes. to be the scholarly clown god. Yes. Okay. Cheese clown, clown central sh- station, hosier the furry clown, McClown, drink clown, bitch trademark clown, yay clown, bimbo the clown, Scorpio clown. Okay, hosier the furry clown, is that like a tall Irish guy? No, it's M. It's Mary. Oh. She's she's super nice. She's from Jar- Jersey? Jersey? I think she's from Jersey. Jersey? Or New York. One of the two. Jersey. She's from there. She's American. All right. But uh, tonight we are, since they're all moving into residences and they're all being super giddy little children and I'm super proud of them, they're all like, let's go hang out tonight, but they don't want to go to this um, event party thing at St. Sulpice that's being organized by like their res people. I mean, St. Sulpice is a fun place No, I know, but they are explicitly carting people, that's why. Oh, and some of these are actually, some of these people are 17. Oh, shit. So we're going to go to a bar by ourselves and hang out there. They're explicitly carting at like a res function? Yes, because they don't want 17-year-olds going into res functions because the drinking age in Quebec is 18. I know, but like, you know, these fucking assholes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so we're going to be hanging this out This is not going to curb drinking inside the res. Oh, I know. No, no, they know that. That's why one of the alternatives was, oh, we're just gonna, they were just going to stay inside and drink. And I was just like, ugh. But no, that's what they wanted to do tonight. I was like, yeah, I get to go meet my new friends. Yeah. Oh, um, we were talking about uh, lack of funding in public education in America. I want to get back to that because I have points. What are your points? About how it's actually represented in the movie. Because it's not just in like that opening, that, not the opening opening scene where we see the coach yelling, but like the opening scene right after where it's like. Actually, it is. Notice all the fucking equipment they had. Oh, they did have so much. And the it sports all people really get all new. the money. And it was all like new. Mo- and then you look inside the teacher's lounge and it's like, the air con- AC is listed with a broken sign not to use and there's like a rusty fan instead. Everything is like this terrible drab color that definitely needed to be repainted like six years previous. That's a plot hole. Because the AC is yes. not working at the beginning of the movie. Right. And then it inexplicably starts working at some point I don't in the think movie. It's no one... Like- fixes it here's here's my thing i don't think that it's not working it's that it's going to break i want the deleted scene Mm -hmm. where one of these fucking aliens yes does its weird little alien thing and shows that it's a futuristic alien and fixes the fucking ac using alien tech that's what i want that's what i'm sure exists but they're parasites in the movie they don't have alien tech they're just parasites from an alien planet they have they have they have human tech is all I have to say. Oh, is that that's all you have to that's say? That's all I have to that's say. That's all you have to say. I want this plot hole fixed <sighs> because I am angry about it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. How was your pride parade? Because that was last weekend. I didn't go. You? Oh no, yeah, because you were protesting. Well, the protest was at the parade, but I didn't end up going. You didn't go to the protest? I was sick. Oh. Like I woke up on the day which was my birthday, and I was just like, ah. So I stayed home. Oh no, I'm so sorry, baby. It's okay. Ah. Uh, Lego got booed. I was yeah, happy. And then yeah. the, the protest movement actually was walking right behind them. I was with a friend and we were like... He was standing right beside um, Valerie Plant. Is that the mayor of Montreal? Yes. Okay, yeah. He was he was standing right beside her. And we're like, we want to wave at her. But if we wave at her, we wave at him. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck... So we're just kind of there, just like... Uh, uh, just like cut hands halfway into a wave. Like, what... what what do we do? What, what do we do here? Like, um, uh, also we were a hundred percent quiet when the conservative party did their walk. Oh my God. It was silent. Like there were people doing like, yeah, like trying to dance to this music they had. And we're all just there like (laughs) arms crossed. 
Flat-faced. Yo, this election's gonna be fucked. Oh, this election is so fucked. This election is super fucked. Oh, we're fucked. We're going the way of the America. Uh, and sheer... Oh, my God. He's not even, like, a Trump, but, like, he's... Ugh. 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 I hate it. I don't know. I, well, I do know who I'm gonna vote for. Who? NDP. Yasman. Clearly. Although I'm over the... I'm kind of a little over the NDP right now. And I'm a part of the party. Yeah. What the fuck? Because, okay, here's what fucking happened. I'm calling out the NDP, although I doubt anyone from the fucking party is ever going to listen to this. So, you know how I'm the Quebec rep to the LGBT commission of the NDP? I did not. Well, I am. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm in this chat. And That's I'm, the way to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, like, one representative basically from every single province. Okay, and cool, we're cool, in this... Tight, tight. Huh? Okay, okay, cool, cool, tight, tight. Yes. And so, before Vancouver Pride, like, I think it was, like, a week or two before, the chair of the commission is like, hey, y'all, um, here are some ideas that the party has for pins for the Pride parades that we can, like, give out at all the parades. And so there's, like, a series of nice ones that are cute, a lot of them including the trans flag, which is like, fuck yes. But there's one, the main one, the Pride flag one, mm-hmm. that would essentially be probably, like, the mainstay one. Oh, he's looking up for a photo of this right Was now. one that... Here, really basically it's a fucking popsicle stick with a circle on it with the rainbow that says happy pride but jagmeet fucking singh is on his bicycle on it looking at this tell me what the problem is with this um well first off it makes it seem like jagmeet singh is queer except except he's not exactly um second off i feel like that was at pride it was it was at vancouver pride it was at montreal pride and i sure as hell fucking know it's gonna be at ottawa pride tomorrow I brought up in this commission that this is problematic. Everything else is great. I love all the other pins. Oh, like, yeah, here's a cute fantastic. little trans flag pro- uh, pin. All the genders, whatever. It's like amazing. I love. Oh, yeah, I love every other pin. The rest of those pins are fantastic. This thing though, this mm-hmm. not this pin. This like placard. Mm-hmm. I said I was like, it sends a really fucking weird message right now. Yes. That we are plastering our straight leader. Yes. On a fucking rainbow. Correct. Saying happy pride. A hundred percent. He is not a queer person. He has no fucking right to be front and center on top of that rainbow. He does not have the right to occupy that space. I told him that. And I also added that maybe we should add the black and brown stripes to the flag as well. That makes sense. And then our chair is like, one of the chairs is like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'll, uh, thanks for the feedback. We'll, we'll put it forward. And like he, he kind of put like the um, comment, oh, maybe like uh, Jagmeet's like team is thinking, oh, it's like he's the leader. So like he should be on the branding. I'm just like, then find another way to do it. Yeah. Then I see, then a couple weeks later, Vancouver Pride happens. Yes. Our chair shares photos, and I'm looking through the photos, and he comments and says, oh, looks like some of our pin ideas were used. So I'm scrolling through the photos, and I see this fucking placard being held, kind of fan thing, being held by everyone, by a lot of people. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? We told them this was a bad thing. Yeah. But they did it anyways. So I wrote this... Oh, I went off, which no one has yet to have fucking Holy responded. Holy shit, that's I went a wall! Oh <laughs> my god, no, he just he was just like, so I went off, and then he goes to the actual text, and it's just a wall of blue. Oh my lord. Which I showed to my boyfriend and my trans roommate, and we were like, okay, because I talked to them about yeah, this yeah, and you, how mad I was, you, and they were you, like, what the fuck? Because you need someone to proofread it to make sure you don't come off as too angry and actually make your point. Mm-hmm. So I will, I'm actually going to read out what the fuck I wrote because mm. I'm still pissed about this. Okay, yes. Do you want me to get the microphone <clears throat> closer to you while you do this? Sure, by all means. Okay. The microphone is closer to you. Please do this in your most Ian McKellen voice. 
Do you want me to butcher Batman's? No, what I'm what I'm saying is like your most stoic, distinguished. Oh, okay. And theater ready voice. Mm-hmm. So it's like not a little bit more context. Eleven thirty, we get the the posts with like looks like some of the designs were used at Van Pride. Yes. And then hours later, after like thinking it over and like going through my emotions, I'm like, you know what, fuck this. And then I show this to my boyfriend and my roommate, and we're like, okay, I go into it. And then I wrote, I saw that the pin, I saw the pins, and I need to say something because I am disappointed. It looks like the pins they used had none of the suggestions we have made, and I have to say that's not okay. Particularly with Jagmeet taking front and center on a pride rainbow. Pride has always been about queer liberation, and we have a long ways yet to go. Still, I know name of the chair you certainly passed along our feedback but the fact that they ran with those designs shows that our voices are not valued and this meaning this commission is supposed to be the about pride where our voices should be considered fully and above the branding needs of a straight party leader if this was a mistake if if this was a mistake in printing and our suggestions will be taken for Ottawa and Montreal Pride, then yay. If not, then this is truly a problematic thing and that the NDP claims they have pride in our community when they won't even listen to the commission of said community members in the first place. I saw pictures from Montreal Pride. Those pins, those placards were still used. Yeah, I And tomorrow that... when Ottawa Pride happens, I will look for those photos and I will see that fucking placard still being used. And I, uh, you know what I saw when you're reading that? Everyone in that chat has seen it, and no one has commented. No one responded. Yeah, also I noticed no photos from Montreal Pride were sent. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Although, to be fair, we haven't had a meeting in, like, what, 10 months? Oh, wow. Last, actually, yeah, the last, no, 11. 11 months. And, is yeah, it, last commission meeting we had was September last year. Is it supposed to be a yearly thing? This is supposed to be, like, a monthly thing. Well. My mandate on this, commi- on this commission is for two years. It ends in February 2020. Oh, my. And we met maybe, like, four times. Oh, my. I mean, there is an election this year. We weren't consulted at all on the party's platform for specifically queer things. So it's super nice being tokenized like that. Oh, jeez. I love it. Oh, good lord. I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Give me... Give so I'm a little dissatisfied with the NDP right now. Give me five seconds here. That's not... Where are you going? Just in care. Cameron is going into... Oh. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm okay. Cameron just yelled into a drawer. <laughs> There's a chance I've been watching too much Gail and I've been taking her tips on how to handle your mood. Fraught emotions. Um, big mood. Big mood. <laughs> so I am a little disenfranchised with the NDP right now. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't one be? Mm-hmm. I'm disenfranchised with life. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the Amazon is fucking burning. <laughs> on, I noticed. On purpose. I fucking noticed. On purpose. Ugh. I am so sick of the fucking... You know what? Maybe the aliens had the the... right idea. Yes! Jesus Christ! Honestly, if the aliens fucking ruled the planet, I seriously doubt climate change would be a problem. Because the aliens would be all over it. There would be no fucking capitalism because everyone would be the same. That sounds like a dream, actually. Aliens! (laughs) Aliens! Please, we're calling to you right now. Please! Come help us. Body snatch me, please! I'm so over the fake fucking, like, concern that so many people have, yet no one is willing to make any concrete or systematic changes to actually bring about the saving of our species. Why the fuck aren't we listening to indigenous people? They've been knowing what the fuck is up for thousands of years, and we're just going around fucking everything up. Mm. 
People, I've noticed, people say, and I've said this too in the past, that humanity is the cause for all this fuckery. No, capitalism, colonialism, and imperialism is. Indigenous peoples have been sustainably doing everything for millennia. Like, and then capitalism came around and fucked everything up. Like, they, you know, the seal hunting that they do. It's mm-hmm. actually important because if they too many seals exist, the mm-hmm. fish population drops, and then you have a whole bunch of environmental bullshit. But then, like, you know, white people are like, oh, well, they're clubbing baby seals. They're not clubbing baby seals. They're killing, like, mature adult ones for food. Because, you know, here's the funny thing, bud. People need food to live, and animals have meat, and that is food. And also, they have blubber, which is important for mm-hmm. keeping warm. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Why don't you um, shut the fuck up? They use every single piece every of a seal. Piece. Every, single, every piece. single piece. Every single piece of, like, deer. Every single piece of, like, the birds. Every single piece of the fish. They do not waste. These are the ways of knowing that should be propagated and empowered and brought to the forefront of every educational space in the fucking world. And native peoples in, like, lush climates have so much fucking respect for their environment. Like, for the trees, and for the flowers, and for the bushes. And I said that about lush in, like, tropical environments because the people in the Arctic have, you know, no plants. (laughs) Yeah, they have respect for, like, the natural nature and the environment. The natural nature. You know what I mean? Like the natural climate, like the weather. Yes. And the environmental landscape features and the animals. Yes. Steam? Yeah, that's... No, is that? Yeah, that is Steam. (laughs) That's a weird pop-up for Steam. That is a fucking weird pop-up for Steam. Friends Network. Steam, shut the fuck up. You're ruining our fucking rants. Yeah, that was was a weird time for that to pop up. And yes, we know that this isn't entirely related to the movie, but like, still fucking important anyways. We got here. We got here. Deal with it. (laughs) You come for the personalities, not and that's our content. You come for the banter. You know it. We know it. Especially important fucking banter like this. Yes. Because I'm mad. Yeah, I know you are. You're I'm always angry. mad, but, you know, I know. I'm, a, I'm going to be a social worker, fuck. I want to change things. Yes, you do. And I think you're going to be a fantastic social worker. Because we you. need social workers who care and aren't just doing it because, it, you know, it's a job. I don't think that many people take that this job for that. Because, like, on top of the fact of, like, the sort of, like process you have to go to to even get into the school right is like laborious and i don't want to say tedious but like there's a lot you have to put in uh-huh. like you need letter like this is just for an undergraduate program for mcgill's you needed two letters of reference Holy shit. from people who are at least working kind of in social work stuff or are aware of your aptitude for social work you need to write a like letter for yourself saying why you're interested and then you need to also write like a mini essay talking about a social work problem oh crap and this is for an undergraduate program. What was your essay about? Uh, I talked about mental health in uh, mental health systems in post-secondary education. Oh, damn. And since that's actually, like, something I've kind of worked in before and saying that, like, oh, we need to talk about why is this a problem? How can social work deal with it? And then I talked about how, oh, yeah, galvanizing support on, like, the grassroots movement, moving students and whatever to get that support and advocating at university-level institution, uh, university-level, like, committees and whatnot. And then going on provincial, like, health levels and everything. And I went on and and I actually went, like, 200 words over the word limit. But I still got in. So we Gucci. Proud of you. Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, this program only accepts, like, 60 students a year. Oh, wow. Tense. They only I get like a hundred. Uh, no, was it? No, actually I don't know. Uh, Nix that. I don't know how much applicants they get, but they only accept about sixty a year. Oh shit. Yeah. Holy crap. And it's a three year program. Yeah. yeah. It's a professional program. Yeah. Well, I mean, chemistry was a three year program, but I did it in four because I'm a fucking mess. How always happen? Always will be. Don't what? Did, I don't know what. I'm Shut up. Sir. 
Just because it takes more, a little more time than that prescribed timeline doesn't at all reflect your value poorly. I failed People multiple can take... classes. And? Retook them. And you graduated. Poorly. You graduated. Poorly. Your academic... Granted, in chemistry, we literally had a chant that was C's get degrees. Your academic qualifications do not define your worth. Um, they do if I want to go back into school. No, that's just like a qualification to enter a degree thing, but your worth as a human being is not defined by your academic... Uh, your academics. That's a lie. Well, that's no, not... that's not a lie. It, it's how... <sighs> See? If school systems were more funded, mm-hmm. and we had a lot more money put into... Prioritize for education and making and sure students learn a lot. By the time they get to university and everything, and the diversity of what they've learned will be very applicable. But also give our teachers a better quality of work environment. Exactly. What better quality work environment for the teachers? Better quality books and stuff for students. Better quality health services. Better quality fucking food in the cafeteria. I don't want that sloppy Joe bullshit. What the fuck is that? That's not a sloppy Joe. That's a lump of meat that you reheated in a microwave, Susan. Investment in education is an investment in the future. Yes. And considering now our future is literally on fire. Literally. Because, well, partly because education has just been like fucked off. But also the Amazon. That was, that was the metaphor I was oh. Our future, the lungs of the planet, are literally on fire right thank now. Thank you. Thank you for making it slightly more literal. <laughs> and, like, if we were teaching climate change properly and educating people from the beginning until that, that, forever... You see, that's the problem. That's why I think, like, that is a major point in why I think Trump won and why shit like this happens. It's because we don't put all the money into educating the lower class. So it's easier to fool them later on when Trump says bullshit like uh, how taxes fucking work. Because mm-hmm. that's not how fu- taxes fucking work. Mm-hmm. That's not how the tax to the rich is going to work. We're not going to take the money from the poor. But they don't understand that because they weren't properly educated. They don't have the, you know, the, 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 the math. Not the math backup. What I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say? Joe, help me. I feel like I'm floundering. It's, I would say also it's not just like lower class people. I think it's like uh, all classes, but yes, predominantly lower income people do have less access to quality education. Which would lead to less understanding of, honestly, things that you wouldn't think would be, like, I didn't think math would be that big a thing. Not even just in academic subjects, but like, you also learn a lot from these teachers who are there every day with you for like eight hours a day. You learn about like human interaction, socialization, and when like teachers and certain classes like drama aren't getting funded or other things that involve more than just, oh, let me just study for this test. People aren't getting all sorts of necessary skills that aren't just academically related, but like life related. And that floundering at that early stage creates a butterfly effect that goes into their adult life. And then there's lots of things that they don't know how to do that they should be learning, never got to learn. And especially like when, in terms of like empathy and how to like care for people and understand people, you don't learn that. And then people get much more animosity grows a lot more. People are a lot more deeply rooted in their ignorance because they think they're right because they haven't been taught to critically think either not just what they hear on the outside, but also critically analyze themselves. Right. People are not taught to do the work on themselves. Right. And that is extremely fucking problematic. Mm -hmm. And it results in a cascade effect that just fucks over all of society. And that's how the conservatives win. Yes. Because we don't understand and they aren't paying to let us understand. They are actively taking away money to make sure we don't understand. Lots of systems are fucked right now. 
And yes. if aliens came and invaded, that probably wouldn't... And not not to exterminate us, but if aliens invaded and took over, yes. would that really be a bad thing? Honestly, at this point, no. Fuck A. We'll leave that question with a, all y'all. Well, well here, here, I'm going to list the pros real quick. Okay. Before we do the... Okay. First off, uh, first thing they probably do would be kill all the leaders. <laughs> Trump's, wi- Trump's wig is probably like one of those fucking parasites. Oh my god, that makes so much fucking sense. Anyway, kill the leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Second off, um, disrupt all important and life-sustaining, uh, not life-sustaining, but important government features. So basically, capitalism out the window. Yes. Um, see, uh, kill a bunch of people, so I'd probably die. Sounds. Like I it. said invade and take over, not invade and genocide. Well, you know, when you take over, you still gotta kill a bunch of people. No? Because there's gonna be resistance. Not if you, like, there's... slug their minds. Yeah, this gonna be resistance yeah. um uh, honestly even if i don't die i will go up to the alien invaders and be like hi have you, is how quick is like you know the death from that ray gun in your hand right now <laughs> is it like instantaneous like you just shoot me i don't know what's happening and then i'm just dust that sounds great hit me hit me hit me <laughs> and we come oh, oh, to d, the depression d d d no more cops <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking done. No more cops. I'm fucking done. No, no, we I'm still done. have to do the I'm outro. Done. I'm done. No, I'm done. no, you're coming back. Ah! You were done last time we recorded. You can't do that twice. Uh, can that be my thing? Can I just storm out at the end of every fucking episode? You've only done it once so far. I want to start doing it every time because you... After 45 minutes in an enclosed place with you, I want to rec- I want to smash my head against a wall. You I love you. You watched a movie that was an hour and a half with me. Yes, but the living room is bigger than this fucking office. Okay, fine. Would, do you want to go storm out? You ruined it. I can't storm out do you now. Storm you know out? what? Because you ruined my storming out, I'm fucking storming out. Okay, bye, Joe. Oh. Everyone say bye to Joe. You didn't really storm the. There we go. So this has been Get Played. I've been Cameron. Matt's been Joe. Uh, time to do all that fun little uh, record keeping shit. Uh, if you want to email us about something, uh, be it a movie recommendation, tell us what we're doing wrong, send us more feedback, tell us that the feedback you told us hasn't been listened to because clearly, clearly it hasn't. Uh, we, we tried. We're just, you know how they say, old habits die hard, and so does Bruce Willis. Uh, so anything you want to email to us about that, uh, just email us at getplayedpodcast at gmail.com. That's no caps, no spaces, just one long fucking thing of lowercase letters. Um, what's next? Uh, oh, we have a Facebook group now. Uh, it's the Get Played Podcast on Facebook. We have, I think, 50 likes. So those of you who list, who liked us and listen... Thank you so much. We love you so much. Those of you who liked us and aren't listening, the fuck is up, Kyle? The fuck, dude? Um, I'm not done. Get out. How long does it take to make a fucking outro? I make, I'm having fun. <sighs> yeah. Throwing out again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that was the Facebook group. That was the email. Um... Yeah, so that's it. Uh, I've been Cameron, and that's been Joe, uh, and this has been Get Played. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.